everyone. Welcome to The Drive. Thank you so much again uh, for just joining me and praying that you're <clears throat> encouraged and that the Lord would just bring to light some verses that would illuminate uh, your heart uh, and meet you exactly where you're at. Um, uh, we're continuing on Psalm 119, and it is awesome. I love Psalm 119, one of my favorites. And... um we're actually on verse 33, which says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Don't you love this? I love this confidence the psalmist had. Like, teach me. I'm going to keep these things. This is what I'm doing. Like, it's matter of fact. And I think that's important. I think it's important to be confident in the Lord. Not confident in yourself but confident in Christ. And this psalmist was. Like, I'm, I'm going to keep him till the end. Like, he desired to keep the word. He desired to keep God's will and God's ways. Is that what you desire? Is that what you want? Is that how you want to live? Is that how uh, you want to walk? Like, that's what I want to do. That's what it's all about, I believe. So he said, teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it till the end. He says, give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe with my whole heart. Again, it's this all or nothing mentality when it comes to being a believer. Like, are you all in or are you not in? Because a half-hearted worker is not effective. Because half of you is in and half of you is out. It's kind of like you can't be half in the world and half out of the world. You can't be half for the kingdom of God and half for earthly things. It just doesn't work. You're going to be conflicted. You're going to be distressed. You're going to be stressed and depressed if you try to live in both worlds. And maybe you have in the past. You know, there's been times in my Christian life, you know, I've, I've been walking with the Lord for maybe, oh man, I don't know, 17 uh, ish years, something like that. And there's been times when I was living in both worlds as God was refining me and teaching me how to walk and how to live. And, and it was miserable. Because I'm like, all in for the Lord. And then I'm like, let's go out for the world. Like, let's go for it. Like, it just didn't work. It was confusing and stressful. All it did was bring anxiety. So it's either you're all in for the Lord or you're not. The psalmist is like, I'm my whole heart. I'm keeping your law. That's what I'm going to do. Now he's not saying, you know what, I've, I've finally became perfect, and I'm never going to mess up again. Of course not, right? He's not saying that. But he's just so determined to keep God's word. He's so, uh, he wants to take the initiative in that. He's so passionate about it. He says, make me walk the path of your commandments, for I delight in it. There's that word again, delight. In the context of God's Word. I love that. Do you delight in reading God's Word? Or is it a chore? Are you blessed by getting into the Scriptures and seeing what God has for you? Following it? Or is it a burden? See, God's Word for us as Christians, as followers of Jesus, should be... A delight. 
Because these are words of truth from God to his church, to his children, to us. How amazing. You know, some people go, oh, it's just, I don't even want to open the Bible. It's just a burden. It's hard to read. I don't get it. I don't. It's because the Bible itself can be intimidating to people because they're afraid of opening it up. But when you open it up and read and pray it through and God speaks through it, it's a lot easier than people think, if you will. It's understandable. God made things uh, understandable for his children because he wants us to, to get it, to understand, to walk in these things. Delight in God's word. He says, incline my heart to your testimonies and not to covetousness. I love that. He's like, you know what? I just want the word. I just want God's, your precepts, your, your, your statutes. That, that's all I want. I don't want to covet what other people have. I don't care. All I care is about the treasure trove of your word. What a heart, right? What an amazing heart. And may that be the heart that, that we have, you know? It's so easy to covet, don't you think? Like when you look around the world, look at other people, look at, you start comparing, you know, obviously the Apostle Paul's like, you know what, comparing is of the flesh, don't do it. Um, but we do that sometimes. We look around and go, well, why don't I have that? You know what? Why can't I do that? Why aren't I at that place? But that's not how to live, right? Instead, incline your heart to God's testimonies. Don't covet. And he says, turn away my eyes from looking at worthless things and revive me in your way. Wow. Turn my eyes, Lord, from these worthless things. I hate to say it, but I don't because it's true. There are a lot of worthless things in this world, things that we look at and think will fulfill, but will leave us empty and alone. So much of our time is spent on worthless things. It's true, right? I mean, just think, uh, take social media, for example. And then right when I say that, I'll convict most people, <laughs> even myself. Like, how much time do we waste scrolling to the next meme to the next thing how much time do we waste a lot it can be wasteful but it can be useful too if you're spreading the gospel if you're you know posting verses and encouraging people in the lord but how much time are we wasting there's so many things that waste our time on this earth turn my eyes from looking at worthless things man Revive me in your way. I love that. Revive me, Lord. Revive my heart. What a prayer. May that be our prayer on a daily basis. Lord, revive me this morning. Get me up physically, Lord, but spiritually fill me so that I can be useful for your kingdom. You know, revive me in your way. Establish your word to your uh, to your servants and who is devoted to fearing you. You know, establish your word. May God's word be established, laid out in our hearts. May we be devoted to fearing him, to being in awe of him, to realizing he is God and we are not. He is this all-powerful creator and we are not. Fearing God brings a reverence to him and toward him that will help us to walk in line 
with his statutes, right? And that's what we want to do, right? Walk in line with him. Be devoted to fearing him. Turn away my reproach, which I dread. Wow. For your judgments are good. God is just. He is just with unbelievers, and he's just with believers. Right? He's our just judge. And so sometimes he warns us. Sometimes he rebukes us. Sometimes he corrects us. Sometimes as we inspect our own hearts, we're like, Lord, I need you to correct that. (laughs) You know, things come to light, and God does that refining in our hearts, in our lives. His judgments are good. We talk about God's love and grace and mercy a lot. But we should talk about his judgment, the fact that he's just, just as much. Because he knows what he's doing. He knows how to deal with you and with me. Let him deal with you and with me. Let him deal with us so as not just to speak a bunch of positive things over us, no, but to correct and direct us both. Who he loves, he chastens, right? He loves us, so he's not going to let us get away with things, right? He's going to expose some things that are might be hard to deal with, but that are not of him, so we can deal with them, so we can get rid of them. Lastly, you guys, Psalm 119, verse 40, he says, Behold, I long for your precepts. Like, he longs for them. He wants God's word, God's scripture, the precepts, the statutes. He longs for them. A lot of the time we long for God's word, but we're like, well, I'll get to it later, though. You know, like, we want to read it, we want to grow, we want to do things, we want to flourish, we want to be spoken to. But then it just stays a passion, there's no action. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a passion, but there's no action. But last, lastly, in verse 40, he says, Revive me in your righteousness. So it's passion and it's action. Like, I long for your precepts. Revive me. I'm going to get into them. And they're going to be revive my heart. <laughs> passion and action. That's a good combination for seeking God through his word, for walking in his ways and his will. You guys, God bless you. I hope you have an amazing day, and we'll talk to you next time.